Thank you for calling the Insomniac Salmonac. If you know your party's extension, you may dial it at any time. Please listen to the following options. If you would like to contribute to the event of the week, please press 1 to speak with Mary Ackerman. This week's theme is all that we cannot control but cannot help but try to anyway. We would like to remind all contributors that belting solos from Les Miserables, while politely applauded, violate our staff's right to avoid catchy repetitive musical numbers. If you would like to speak to someone about the Restless Rendezvous of the Week, please press 2 to speak with Taj Hussein. The Restless Rendezvous will take place this Friday in the Fox Rose Hills. We will be taking a road trip to the shores of Playa Dolorosa. Seats are limited, so pack your wetsuit and night vision goggles and don't forget your sea sparkle nets. If you would like to submit an art piece to the Almanac's monthly publication, please press 3. We are happy to confirm that Katrina Rosamond is steadily recovering from her bout of hyperbolitis. For safety measures, please limit your use of Homeric similes to a standard zero. We would hate for Katrina to have a relapse. If you would like to ask about our forecast for this week, please dial 4 to speak with Aster Yejeng. Trappist 7 is not visible in these conditions but hopefully the Earth will soon be knocked off of its axis and skip along for 40 light-years, and we will catch a glimpse of these heavenly bodies. There is a 30% chance of alien abduction tonight, so please remember to bring your umbrellas when you go out. If you have a question about submitting an idea to our ironically named bedtime story program, please dial 5 to speak with Isaac Espinosa. If your name is Cassidy Nolan, please hang up immediately. We have no appreciation for your unsolicited ghost story about severed ghost toes. For our directory, please press zero or remain on the line. Dialing. Taj Hussein. Good morning. This is Taj Hussein of the Insomniacs Almanac speaking. How may I help you get through the night? I can't sleep. We're glad to have you. Shall I put you down for the road trip? No, I'd rather fall asleep. Oh, don't we all? Well, if you ever find yourself awake, the trip is at 1 in the morning. We will carpool from the Fox Rose Inn out on the edge of Hovershore to Pone Mills. Forecasts have it that this sea sparkle will be stunning this week thanks to the moon reaching a happy medium. We may upgrade to a 10 seater van. You have a readership of more than five people. <laughs> You're the one that Mary was talking about, the daybreaker. What exactly is that supposed to mean? There are less of you than you think. Well, you'd be more of a household name if that were the case. <laughs> That's true. We like to lie low. I like to say that if you've heard of us, you're having a terrible night. Huh. I also like to say that if you're hearing from us, you're about to turn your worst night into a delight. That's a terrible... But then people assume that we're a phone sex business. Oh. So we don't exactly have the funding to sponsor that sort of branch. Well, I could imagine. But... Whatever funding we do have is dedicated to wind up those birds on their branches. What is your problem with birds? They're the most disheartening creatures in town. And I'm including Miss Georgia Kramer's tabby cat. Our readers' polls have ranked them as the number one killer of morale. I don't exactly see what's the big deal. There's the reasons why nights have to end, the trumpets bringing in the end times. They're also very loud. Last week's event was packed. We sure gave those morning birds a run for their money. Did you make it to that? Mary said she invited you. How do you know if I'm the same person or not? 
She described you as a daybreaker in denial. I'm not in denial of anything. I have no opinion about being an insomniac to deny it. That's not what she said you'd be denying. Did you get any sleep after you talked with her? Not a lot, but some. That's good. I'm glad. A wink of sleep is better than none. When the rest flirts with you, but it's too far out of your league. Have you got swimming goggles? Not since I was seven years old, but I don't see how that'll help. That's alright, I think Isaac got an extra pair. One size fits all, unless you're Will Bryan, then it might not fit you, but you're not Will. I am not Will. No, of course you wouldn't be, I would have recognized you. <laughs> that was uh, silly of me. What's your name? Uh... It's a name. You said you didn't have anything to be ashamed about being an insomniac, right? I never said it was being an insomniac that was the problem. Well, my name's Lewin. Lewin? <laughs> That's a fun name, Lewin. Listen, Lewin, it's about a 45-minute drive to the shores, which means that's long enough that everyone is still giddy with the adrenaline of doing something that you only hear about in teen films. And not long enough that their legs cramp up after sitting too long. It's my favorite restless rendezvous. That's not going to help me sleep, though, is it? Oh, none of us know how to sleep. If we did, we wouldn't be here, would we? I really don't think I'll ever understand your guys' business model. If you want real help sleeping, I recommend listening to our hold music. It's pretty relaxing. I can put you up if you would like, or if you've given up on sleep, I'll pack an extra Capri Sun in the cooler. Maybe I should just talk it out? Oh, I can transfer you to Mary. Wait, what, well, what about you? That's her department, not mine. This is Restless Rendezvous. We're not well fed for venting here. Well, doesn't venting help? That's what Mary said. You remember quite a lot about us, Ginky. What? Why did you have to say that? I'm just mildly impressed anyway. Sometimes it does, but not all the time. Ibuprofen works well with cramps and fevers, but not if you have pink eye, yeah? I don't know. I assume a lot of people can't sleep because they bottle up too much in their heads, if not most people. It's definitely a majority, but not everyone or every night. And that's where the rest of us come in. Otherwise, Aster and Isaac and Katrina and I would be out of position. Well, then what keeps you up? Working for the Almanac, of course. No, you'd have to be awake first. What comes first, the Insomniac or the Almanac? The Insomniac. It's in your title. Clever! How long have you been awake? Since I was... 16? Isaac told me that if we ever hit the 10th year of my anniversary, we're all going out for mimosas at midnight. Sounds like you like being an insomniac. Actually, it's it's kind of draining. I, no surprise there. To a restless rendezvous. You're not going to get any sleep if you plan on staying up all night. Oh, I know that. We're not trying to sleep on a rendezvous. It's just a nice way to give up some control. A nice change of scenery instead of rolling around in bed until you're tangled in your bed sheets and your own sweat and to remember that you're not awake on your own. Well, what do you mean by control exactly? I mean it generally, potentially, existentially. Well, what's on your mind when you're trying to sleep? Um, actually the subset of insomniac that doesn't have trouble falling asleep. Oh? Yeah, you can say I'm a bit of a minority. What's your problem then? You can't stay asleep? You can say that, yes. Well, at least you get some sleep. True, um, so would you be interested in going on the road trip? 
I mean, you actually get some sleep. How do you get anything done if you nod off and then come back and nod off again? I make it a point not to sleep on the job. Why not? The whole point is trying to get some sleep. I don't. I don't want to fall asleep. Come again? I mean, I don't wake up on random. I would rather stay up than try to sleep. And the almanac makes it worth it. Let me get this straight. You can fall asleep, but you just don't. Our seats for the rendezvous are filling up fast, so I recommend signing up early. I mean, I would die if it meant having a good night's sleep and you're over there chugging Starbucks or whatever it is you're doing to, what, go on late-night road trips and yell at birds? I would die for one too, you know. What's that supposed to mean? Um... What? I'm scared of sleeping. Why? I get nightmares. Oh. It's, well, it is what it is. If you can't beat them, avoid them. Since you were 16, what are they? They won't sound like anything if I say them out loud. Well, you could try. I could. I could. It's, how would I put it? It's like I'm waiting for demons to catch up with me. I can hear them. I can feel premonitions smothering me that something was coming and I couldn't run away from it. Do you know that feeling? I, no, I don't know. You would know if you felt it. In my last dream, I was trying to protect my sister. I was holding her hand while tiptoeing through a decrepit, dark home that I somehow knew in my dream was my own. I told her to stay close to me because I just knew that something was waiting in the shadows, that something cruel and terrible would try to hurt her. And I'm trying to go quickly because I think to myself, if we reach the attic, we'll be safe. But I feel fear pressing into me, on every side of me, like these monstrous presence is going to drown me. I need to protect my sister, but suddenly my skin is ripping apart. I look down and claws rip open my arms and chest from the inside as if some wicked monster hiding in my chest has outgrown my skin and bones. I helplessly watch myself turn around and rip my sister apart. I can't squeeze my eyes shut to try to wake up. My eyes won't even close. I can't look away and she's crying out to me and I cannot look away and I cannot stop my own hands breaking her bones. And then I wake. My heart still races and I cannot forget the images that my imagination betrayed me with. And the next time I nod off, it starts all over again. I couldn't imagine. Don't, it's no good trying. I, I wouldn't want to sleep either. I don't pin my hopes on sleep. It isn't a miracle that will hide me in its tent from my enemies or myself. We aren't even on talking terms. But you still get exhausted. In the day, the birds chase you up to the very last minute. How the hell do you get through the night? Well, there's a road trip that's coming up this week. I mean your sleep, your nightmares. Oh. I don't know if there's anything I can do about those. I can try to untangle my thoughts and process those dreams, but some thoughts are so tangled up in my mind that tugging at it will only tighten the knot and make it worse. 
Waking up doesn't protect me. The thing is, there is one thing that I have in common with nightmares. We both never sleep. But I'm not going to let them come to the beach with us. But that problem is still hiding out there, and going to the beach isn't going to make you sleep better. The problem will be there whether you go to the beach or the supermarkets or the doctors. But it's no crime to be distracted. And that's it. You're just not going to do anything about it. What can I do? It isn't like I'm choosing to dream. It's yet another drop in an ocean of thoughts and things that I cannot control. And I can't change the past or raise the dead or rewire my mind with a snap of my fingers. But somehow rumination sells itself as a preparation and I think and struggle and dream until I get splinters that shave and bleed in my head. No. I would rather do improv in the skate park or play cops and highwaymen in the sunflower fields. There's no point in despairing what I cannot control. But it sounds like you're just ignoring the problem. I don't think I am. What do you want me to do? I, well, don't you want to sleep? I do, and I will sometimes. I can't stay awake forever. But I need a break from being terrified of closing my eyes. I need rest from sleeping and to not be alone with my head. And you think that helps? It gives me more rest than you can imagine. I, I don't think I get it, and I'm sorry. It's okay. It's, it's okay if no, you No, I'm, I'm sorry. I've never really had a problem like that. I wouldn't wish it on you, but it's okay. I have the almanac now. Before, when I woke up on my own, sometimes it felt like... Be better if I never did. What's your favorite thing to do? I don't know. What makes you feel good when you're lost? It seems like I'm figuring that out as I go. Then figure it out with us. Have you ever gone swimming in bioluminescence? No. That might just be the trick for you. What was the last fun thing you did? I don't really know. Hiking, I guess. It's, well, it's been a long while. By yourself? No, with my, with a friend. What's your favorite thing about hiking? Uh, well, the energy on the mountain face. You know, when you really feel the moss under your fingers, you know, feel it in my toes, catching the foothold I didn't think was going to be there for me. You know, I didn't think I was going to get over the ledge and... Well, I did. He pulled me up, and I couldn't... Well, I really couldn't have gotten to the top on my own, but... Well, I let him pull me up. I bet we can find some good climbing spots in the Fox Rose Woods for next week. I, well, I really don't expect you to uproot your whole schedule just for me. Oh, don't feel so singled out. The lovely thing about new readers is new ideas and stories and places. I've always wanted to go climbing, and it's better with people, isn't it? It is. Then it's settled. Have you got climbing gear? Yeah. Wicked. I'm looking it up right now, and there are a couple rocky spots toward the west of Fox Rose Woods that look suitable for mountaineering. What? There's a waterfall. Yeah, I could have told you that. Could you? Well, that's true. I guess you would know. I just went straight to looking it up myself. Should we get some rope? No, I've, I've got rope. 
Strong, please, could you bring it? Yeah, sure, that's that's fine. <laughs> Cheers, mate. And you, you said the beach trip is happening this Friday. Affirmative. I can let I'll you know how it... Really? Yeah, yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, that's wicked. I'll put you down, now we'll definitely win a 10 seater. Oh, no, no, if I take up too much space... No, this is perfect. Otherwise, we would have had to cramp someone in the trunk. <laughs> Cheers, mate. No, don't, don't thank me. Hey? Yeah? How long will you try to forget? Oh, straight for the jugular. For all I know, you could be a serial killer waiting to murder me in the back of his new ten-seater van. Well then, that question won't do. Serial killers are probably the most haunted people out there. You're haunted. In the same vein. So am I. Well, leave your butcher knives and lime and ghosts behind. We'll see you on Friday, Lauren. You have reached the voicemail inbox of... Taj Hussain. I cannot ask to be intimately known. It is more than unpacking the padlocked compartments in the back of your head and airing out the old demons, although that is certainly a factor. If that were the case, I wish that I could just pile all of those boxes in the front yard and hold a garage sale to get them off of my hands. But we aren't a library where the stains of our soul is a restricted section that requires specific clearance and a parent-signed permission slip to check out a forgotten, difficult book. We are galaxies, a million stars that we can and cannot see, a cosmos of thoughts and memories, a hundred solar system comprised of our first kisses and scrapped knees and knives in the back that no one can feel but us and no one can feel for us. We are mountains and stardust. Our memories from 20 years ago shine brighter than stars that are 20 light years away. And just like the universe, only a fraction of us have ever been known. If the star Arctura swings, it takes 36 years until someone can see it. The ghosts that are our black holes are only theories to others who can hypothesize and fantasize and theorize what might happen if they saw it with their own eyes but they will never come near it. This I can never change. These ghosts are my own. People can hear about them and theorize on them and forget about them. They can never see them. They will never touch them. They will never know them. They are too far away to remember them. My dreams will never scare anyone else as badly as they scare me because they can never see what's inside Feel the tremors run down my spine. Feel my heart waste when my own bones become a monster. It is mine to fear alone. We are too intimately designed to be intimately known, and that is the careful nature of us. We are reflected in the stars, and we look up to the heavens wondering who built that mirror in the first place, because somehow the Andromeda galaxy understand us so incredibly well. And that's all entirely exhausting and daunting and lonely. And if we lean over too closely to look into our own black holes, we will be sucked in and consumed all the more likely. It is nature that we cannot be fully known. A magician never reveals his tricks. 
An artist leaves the open ending a mystery. The safest that I ever feel is when I'm driving in the middle of the night through the hills of the outskirts of Fox Rose. There are no traffic lights or stop signs, just lolling hills and the promise of the shores in the form of an illuminated strip between the sky and earth. There were about five of us in a gray 2007 Hyundai Elantra with a missing handle on one of the side doors and a ridiculous story in its stead. It was me, Mary, Aster, Katrina and Isaac and all the seats were taken. We were so crowded in the car that the windows fogged with the warmth until I couldn't tell when the hell would end before us and we had to roll down the windows to pick up some cold wind and firefly hitchhikers. I found an aux cord in the glove compartment and we plugged one of our phones in and put the volume up way high. We blasted the hell out of our music and it was like a dream because it was all the songs that we love and know the words to. We sang along until we were breathless and if we had anything to say we had to shout at the top of our lungs. There's something about yelling that settles your stomach, whether it hurts or turns or tenses, screaming into your pillowcase doesn't live up to it. I may be the only one who knows my ghost by name, but in that car, it doesn't matter. When I'm screaming to Riptide by Vance Joy with four other people in a small car, I feel infinite. I never thought that that would be a beautiful thing until then. I don't have a lofty explanation as to why. I suppose black holes can sing, and there are theories that parallel universes can intersect, and if the Andromeda galaxy can understand us, but honestly, it's because in a crowded singing car driving 70 miles per hour towards a stretch of electric blue, I'm okay. My ghosts are terrifying forces of nature, and I still remember all the words to our favorite songs. I can still be okay. We rented a 10-seater this time around and switched up our playlist. Luck would have us because we knew all the words to the songs on shuffle. It's true. Every single one of us. We'll see you next week at the Fox Rose Woods, my gypsum flowers. Until then... Rest substandardly. Cheers. The Insomniac Zamanac is written by Anna Chen with character concepts by Anna Chen and Molly Miklos. Voice talent is by Justin Fritz and Zabiri Hussein. Music by Lobo Loco and Kevin MacLeod. Can't sleep? Want to contribute to the event of the week? Email us at insomniacsalmanac at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at iAlmanacPodcast. Or check out our website at insomniacsalmanac.weebly.com for updates. If you would like to subscribe, in other words, make a donation, please click the donate button and make all our daydreams come true. Thanks for listening.